Welcome back, people. This is Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. I'm your board, Mr. Prez, and I'm going to be running this one solo. Cash is out there. He decided to take up in one of my adventures and go out on a Las Vegas vacation. Yeah, man, I'm hearing right now he may have a little trouble getting back because his pocket is a little bit lighter. The guy, you know, he got a little cocky feeling himself last night on the Lakers-Knicks game. Y'all know he a big Knicks fan. First half, they was up by 20. He decided, like, uh, you know, he was going to go drop a couple stacks on them. Didn't, didn't turn out too well for him. If y'all watch that game, they went into overtime uh, with 111 to 111. Yes, they blew a 20-point lead at the, in the second half. King James came out and dominated in the second half, bringing this team back despite all Westbrook's best efforts to keep us down. <laughs> yeah, man, it was just an amazing game. R.J. Barrett did put his team on the back to take it into overtime, hitting a dunk in the three-point at the end. But we are talking about the Knicks. They're going to find a way to, to destroy themselves. They've been doing it for years, and they continue on to do it. They proceeded to go in overtime and go 2 for 11 from the field, and that was ball game, people. Cash pockets are a lot lighter, and he may have a little trouble getting home. All right, sorry for the early banter early, but I, I had to, you know, you know how we got to poke fun at each other when they're not here. So, hey, uh, this is episode 146, and if, for the new people who ain't never heard of us, don't know what the, we do, this is Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast. We're podcasts about music, sports, and the culture. What culture? Black culture. Uh, so we continue to bring y'all that week after week. I think we got like over 168 episodes out there for you to go back and dive into uh, different topics, different interviews that we have had with, with artists over the time. Um, and, and some leadership gems out there for some bonus episodes that we had, uh, some books that we read and, and, and broke down as well too. So, uh, just tons of content out there, tons of contents, even more on the YouTube side. Uh, so what we're going to get into this week, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to start off by going over this week's, uh, music releases. We got, uh, Yo Gotti drop. We got Two Chains dropped. We had Saba, and we had uh, Smoke Dizzle with the Real Batman. Uh, th those are the four albums. I know it may be more stuff on there that we that dropped, but those were the main ones we're gonna focus on this week. And then we're gonna follow that up with an interview with uh, artists Black Chidori and Patty Huncho. Patty has been on the podcast before. This will be Black Chidori's first time, but they have a, a project, a EP together that they just released, and it was a uh, Blood. Blood Blicks presents Black Blood and Tears. Great interview. I think y'all will already y'all will really enjoy it. It's already uh, premiering on YouTube. This will be the audio portion premiering this week. All right. So without further ado, let's get on and get into it. Let's uh, break down these albums. And this was an amazing week uh, for our Southern Kings. We had Two Chains and Yo Gotti drop. Uh, if you're if you're fans of them, you got more of what you what they constantly been bringing for years and years. And uh, when I say Kings, I said in the sense of like Yo Gotti explained on this album where he said uh, they don't sit on thrones but they hold their own. So that's that in the sense. And speaking of holding their own, let's go ahead and start with the Yo Gotti because that's where I started at uh, this week. The Yo Gotti. 
CM10 uh, free game. CM10 uh, cocaine music uh, was his record label. That's what it kind of stands for. And this 10, this 10th album, he's saying it's going to be his final album. I hope not, uh, but this is what he's presenting it as. Uh, I know we have heard final albums for several big artists and they haven't been able to let it go. A la Too Short, uh, Jay-Z. Uh, but yeah, man, this is a February drop. My last February drop there from Yo Gotti, uh, Untrapped. I really love that one. If y'all remember two years ago in 2020, it, even though it came out in February, it was one of those albums that stayed on my list. And when it came to the end of the year, it was played heavy throughout the year. And I felt like that was this, this one right here is going to live up to that same expectation. This is a, a double-sided album. It was a side A and side B, uh, but 11 tracks on both sides. And I originally started listening to the side B side first and then went to the side A, listened backwards. But no, give it no mind. They, it, it flowed perfectly. You had a lot of... Uh, you, on this album, we got a lot of the straight talk, life stories uh, with tracks like Thinking Hours, uh, where he was speaking on the rumors of Dolph Beef and the outcome of that from last year that he said was rumors. Like it wasn't really him. Uh, like he wasn't didn't have nothing to be involved. He wasn't trying to hold nobody down, nothing like that. And kind of frustrated with the whole situation that his name would even must be involved with it. Uh, Forever Balling, Crypto, For the Record, Last Run. Free game. He had rap check, which was uh giving his accolades to his cash money ties and providing Nicki Minaj and Drake early features. Then he had uh several songs on there that had like a soulful, soulful tracks, a la some heat makers. If y'all remember heat makers early, early 2000, you know, with the sped up uh soulful tracks in the background. He had a couple of those on there that he he mailed welled with. It was uh if I if I ever thought, no matter what, palm trees in Memphis, giving giving back, and then he just had a couple of soulful tracks without the sped up little background that he kind of flowed and did the chorus on himself, and those were uh, strapped in Calabasas, uh, Family Tree. I want to show you featuring Kodak Black, which I really like. Y'all know I'm a Kodak Black fan, so that one that one definitely was up there on the list. And then uh, side A. Like I said, I listened to side B, then went to side A. Side side A had a lot of your uh your trap heavy uh beats. Uh that was they was mostly on side A. They had collect calls, cold gangster, bad behavior, yabi, uh dollar for a dollar, sh shoot off, and no competitors. Long list of songs. I I liked every last one of them. I have played this album from top to bottom multiple times, different settings, and I have not fallen out of love with this. I have bumped this album, man, and I know it's going to be playing throughout the year. Uh, <laughs> y'all can make y'all top five, top whatever list, man, but I know if you're talking about big influences on the game and stuff like that, Yo Gotti name got to be up in there. And uh, just putting together great bodies of music just constantly. This is this is what he does, man, and he's been doing it for a long time now. So, yeah, Yo Gotti, CM10, free game, got uh, prayers and snap of approval. Make sure you go bump that. So that is the album I started out with. I went to the Yo Gotti immediately because how I felt about Untrapped. I was hyped about it already because it continued on my list. Two Chains is one person that we didn't spoke about uh, over the past couple of weeks. I said the dude has been, if anything, consistent. He's been versatile, be able to be on features with multiple different artists. No, no matter the beat, he's been able to flow off of. And then he just has some of those trap quotables and classic, classic albums and, and anthems that we love to uh, go. And he 
did not disappoint with this album. This is Two Chains, Dope Don't Sell Itself. And this is Trap Music Elite 2 Chains. Uh, he had songs like Bet It Back, Pop Music featuring Mo Moneybag Yo, Kingpin, Ghost Rider featuring Lil Baby, Outstanding featuring Roddy Rich, Neighbors Know My Name, which had a Laffy Taffy. Remember the Laffy Taffy beat? He had a flip on that, man. He played it perfectly. Uh, loved loved that song. That's that's one of those ones that that's a truly stand out on here for me. Uh, million Dollars Worth of Game, which we spoke up spoke of on the earlier couple weeks that was his single that he dropped with 42 doug uh you had free bg uh that chorus man really love that chorus on there when he talking about hot boy brought some peas off of ppp man that that kind of just flows for me and then like uh on, on early later in the songs like when he uh going through a couple of rhymes he has that vocal infliction and that's what i'm talking about like kind of adding emphasis to a to a plain line but the emphasis and infliction that you put on it makes it just stand out and cop and like where you want to repeat that line over and 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 that's what he does perfectly on this man that's what i say some of these rappers that when we talking about these underground rappers that's what they are missing they don't have that energy they don't have that vocal infliction to emphasize something they have some witty written lines but when it comes to delivering them and how they should be delivered like they, they, it, it, it comes up a little short it comes up a little short that's so i i spoke on that before uh you had 10 bracelets featuring Young NBA, Lost Kings featuring Lil Dirt, Caymans featuring Sway Lee. Sway Lee, I don't know, like, when, when they ever going to drop something again together? Uh, Vlad TV featuring uh, Stove Guy Cook. So if you're one of those underground rap heads that we we talk frequently about, and hey, I like it myself, but I like them multiple different types of rap styles. But I know some people live in that zone. If you live in that zone, that Vlad TV is your track. That's what he did. Like I said, he's featuring a lot of different people and going down multiple different styles and but keeping it all trap and then you know ultimately keeping it all trap and making this another trap anthem album and he ends it with if you want me to featuring jacques where he kind of slows it down a little bit i ain't gonna say it's like a, a, a r&b song but he slows it down and still keeps it trap man this thing has a tons of rap quotables uh very enjoyable album I think it's going to be these two albums, man, really had me hype, had me talking shit to, to Cash all weekend and me saying like, I'm glad that he's not on this week because I don't need to hear no negativity about either one of these albums. Uh, I don't need you to say where you'll put them in that top five, man. They, 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 they up there for me. They up there for me. And these albums, I feel like <sighs> debating what comes out in the end of the year, but I seen, I, I right now, I think these, based off what they did before, these two albums will be in my top 10 list at the end of the year. We'll see how that goes and what really comes out this year. But like I said, based off their past albums and where I had them throughout the end of the year, despite when it came out, like these two will probably be up in there. I'm loving these. I truly bumped these more than anything else this weekend. Uh, if you only got a short amount of time, these are the albums that you need to be listening to. These ones right here. So now let's get into the Saba. I'm, I'm a Saba fan too. I like I like Saba, but this after coming off those two albums first listening, like this changes the mood completely. I'm not gonna lie to you. This would be a different type of vibe. Now, if you don't feel those trap type of music and that's not for you, then this may be your lane. 14 tracks is called A Few Good Things. Uh, he has uh, the standout tracks for me on there would be Survivor's Guilt featuring G Herbo, 
Fearmonger uh, featuring Dowd, which had like a rest of development everyday people beat flip up in there, up in there too. Caught that, caught that. Uh, uh, Come My Way featuring Crazy Brown. Like that is like my favorite track out of these albums. Like I said, a bit slower, different from coming off those other albums. If you if you go from there, it may be kind of jarring. A uh, few good things uh, featuring Black Thought. Um, yeah, those those are the standout tracks on that. We I know I will give this more play later on down the road, uh, but coming off this week with the competition that they had going for two change and yo Gotti, this would have to be probably third or fourth out of the albums that I, I, I would rate for this week. We'll see how that goes throughout the year and how it kind of grows on me, which some of these albums kind of do sometimes. So we'll see how that goes. But right now, like, nah, man, those other two got it. Uh, then I, I finished it up with like a fourth album. I'm a big Smoke Dizza fan. So Mood Swings featuring Red Batman and Smoke Dizza, seven tracks, a little EP, 20, 20 minutes. Uh, great all the way through. I know on any other week, this would probably would have been my main choice. What I would probably would have gravitated to first, but with the competition that came out this week, man, it, it kind of fell on the back burner. But I know I will get, I will get continue to get play out of this one as well. Uh, favorite tracks on there: Dear, Dearly Beloved featuring Flea Lord, Extra Cool featuring Nimlo, Run It Casualty, and if you are more that underground rap type. Uh, if that's your vibe and you don't feel the, the trap music, this is where you would get your uh, fix this week. So I would say go check out Mood Swings, which is a Smoke Dizza and Red Batman collaboration. Good, good condensed EP. Great, great seven tracks. Definitely go get that a listen to. Uh, <laughs> if you started on the other stuff, I would still say get us a listen, but you may want to put a couple, a week or two in between that. You know what I mean? Let your mood change up a little bit. Let you get your feel of that trap music and then come back to this over here. So that is our music reviews this week. Uh, I, I cannot tell you how much I enjoy those first two albums Uh all the way through the playthrough, all the way through, man. Like it's you gotta stand up for those type of albums, and those are the albums that I know I I pushed out this week to and anybody who has asked me what what I should listen to this week, it was those two. Those are what I pushed out, and I will continue to get seen the praises of. I'm glad that they're still doing it. Hopefully, Yo Gotti, he's saying this is the last album. A lot of rappers have said it's last album. I hope it's not his last album. Two Chains, I hope, man, you think that that style will get this. And he hasn't got stale as well. That he's just continue giving us more and more of that, man. Love it, love it, love it. All right, with that, that should take us on to our interview. So what you're about to hear is uh, Black Chidori and Patty Huncho for their EP, we we always bring in and putting it on for the culture, like you say every every episode. So we love bringing on new artists. One of the artists that we have on, and Patty Hancho, he's he's been on the couch before, so he's coming back. But this time we have a newcomer to the couch. Maybe you guys know him, Black Chidori. So we got two dope artists. I think you guys are gonna love their music. I'll I'll, I'll spare y'all the long drawn out, you know, intro. Let's just bring him to this to the couch, Prez. How about that? Tell him to come on. Hey, Let's go. Yeah, bring him on. Bring him on. All right. What's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? What's good, good, y'all? Good what's to up, be back. Yeah, exactly, man. Yeah. It's been a while. Patty, it's been a while. Facts. Yeah. 
he stepped it up a little bit. He got him a nice little mic yeah. little set up, wider in the in the house and everything. Trying hey. to get gotta be more prepared, you know what I mean? Got stuff to shit up. Yeah. For sure, for sure. He's grow he's grown a lot, man, since since the last uh pod, man. But we'll get into that. But again, for the first time, man, Black, well, welcome to the show, man. What up, peace, God. I appreciate you having me on here. You know what I'm saying? So I'm a- no doubt, no doubt. Hey, we'll get right to the shits, man, because we don't like to waste people's time. So with that said, man, guys, introduce yourselves a little bit for the people that don't know you, where you from, you know, how long you've been doing the rap shit and just, you know, we'll kind of go from there. Uh, kick it off, Black. I will. Uh, my name Black Shadori. You know what I'm saying? I'm 19 now, but I've been rapping since 17. You know what I'm saying? I'm coming out of, you know, Virginia. You know what I'm saying? Williamsburg type area, Newport News, Portsmouth area. You know what I'm saying? All right. Patty. Patty Honcho from Patterson, New Jersey. I'm 23. I've been rapping since I was nine. Probably releasing music since like 15. And, you know, we, we make dope shit only. It's basically that's it. <laughs> With that said, that. fellas, man, I typically like to, you know, really go right out there and ask the question and whoever wants to start it off can. But what what's your reason for doing what you do as far as rapping? Um, so pretty much like I kind of used, like before I really started rapping like that, I was in school, like writing funny poems, you know what I'm saying? And shit like that. And then like, I go from writing poems to then I'd be inspired to just, you know, come up with a dope line each day. And so each day I try to pin out at least one really dope line. And then that later evolved after I had heard um, a King Lowe's freestyle. And that really inspired me to start, you know, freestyling. I didn't really take writing or rapping seriously until I came across an artist by the name of Mickey Fax. And I heard a track by him named uh, Mickey Fax versus Styles P. And that really, you know, made me want to take like being an MC seriously, like Wanting to write out lines and schemes and punchlines and start recording myself. For sure, for sure. So was a lot of the King Low stuff just, you know, regular his regular rap or was it like the battle bars or anything no, like was, that added was, on to it? Um, it was actually it was a freestyle he had on Sway in the Morning, that shit where he said I'm hotter than the devil and then beat it with leather with you know what I'm saying? Like that drink, like during that time that was like real hot like everybody was making vines off of it and shit like that so i was like yo i want to try to you know emulate some fire shit like that i want to freestyle so dope people who constantly quote it for sure for sure all right patty what about you what about you so basically uh the question was the reason why i do this right right so like i mean uh, hip-hop affected me the culture the whole culture not even just rapping of the whole culture affected me so much like i wanted to make my mark on that same culture as well and it's funny black say that because i feel like most artists or writers rappers they start writing when it's uh it's not even raps at first like i started writing short stories before raps and stuff like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it usually happened like that but i, I mainly just want to make my mark on this culture like it's this culture is the most inspirational culture of all cultures. So, like, you know. Yeah. Man, speaking so, so, uh, of... Uh, ahead, uh, Black Chidori, that's a unique name. Like, uh, t- tell us a little origin about around that name. Like, uh, where does that come from? What is... How'd you come about that? 
So um, most people, you know what I'm saying, you know, rightfully are right to assume that it came from an anime. Because um, at first, before I was really calling myself Black Chidori, I was calling myself the Black Doctor Doom. But, you know what I'm saying, I didn't want to, you know, steal MF Doom's swag. So it came to a point where my uncle, who he was a professional DJ out in BK for many, many years. Um, you know what I'm saying? He had radio shows, all types of different stuff. He was, you know, kind of schooling me in my early period of recording as an artist. And he had told me to, you know, come up with a name that is so unique. I'm the only person that's really going to have a name like that. And that once I like really hone it and embody that name, you know what I'm saying? It could become a household name that's very original. So he had, you know, inspired me to, I already had black in my name, but he was like, you should do a unique spelling to it. That's what made me spell it with the Q. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, the Chidori part at the time, you know what I'm saying? Like when I really first started recording myself, I was like 13, 14 years old. So I was just coming up with like the first thing that came to my head. Cause he had asked me, what's your favorite TV show at that time? It was Naruto. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, boom, I'm a picture Dory. I didn't really give any identity to the name until I dropped my debut album at 16, 17 years old. And you know, the whole Chidori aspect, because that's a move created by Kakashi. Kakashi is known as the copycat ninja, which means he could do any and every style in jutsu that's on the show. So I'm like, okay, I want to be the Kakashi of hip hop that you can never box me in. I want to be so versatile. I can do any and everything. And that, and that you are. And we'll, we'll get, we'll get into that as well. Um, Patty, man, same question to you. I got my name on a shroom trip. The first time I ever did shrooms. <laughs> and like, I kept that shit for some reason. And I never seen no other, like the variation of Patty and Hancho together, how I have it. I never seen it ever. Like I'm the only one. So I kept it. I was, I, I, I uh, contemplated changing my name so many times after I started seeing like more Hancho's, like rappers and shit. But when I made the name, I promise you, not even Quavo was calling himself Hancho, like, and I, he he spells it differently. But I was mad young when I did that shit. But anyways, like, uh, yeah, I contemplated changing it so many times. Like, I was dead going just call myself Patty. I would say on the screen right there, like, but I kept it. Dope, dope. So, man, we got so so much to get into, Prez, man, because this is right up your lane. I I know this, man, because yeah, a yeah. lot of the bars these guys were spitting. You know me, I'm a fake comic book head. I'm, I'm fugazi as hell. So the shit would <laughs> over my head, <laughs> over my head. So we'll, we'll get into some of the, the cover art, man, because the cover art on a lot of your projects, Black, if people don't know, is very extravagant, is um, very out there, and it's dope at the same time. It definitely yeah. would catch your eye to make you be like, damn, what is on this, this project? So... For you guys, um, before we get into the cover art, that is, what made you guys kind of join forces and and get together and start kind of working on some stuff together? So how it happened was it was around the time I was developing my um, my EP, Ragnarok. And that was kind of like my first time, you know, getting into, you know, Twitter as an artist. 
and starting to network and, you know, learn about more artists who I really didn't know were out here like that. You know what I'm saying? So I came across his page, I think, because we had mutuals. And so I went and I was looking at his page. And mind you, I didn't listen to any of his music before that, but I was seeing him like I was seeing his album promoted, but I hadn't gone and listened to it because I didn't know who he was at the time. So I checked out his page and I watched like 43 seconds of young red man clip that he had as his pin tweet. And I just immediately DM'd him from there. I was like, yo, uh, we need to start working on some shit like me and you, you know what I'm saying? Like I was telling my dad about it. I was like, yo, like this nigga, like you ever heard of this dude, Patty Hunt from New Jersey, da, da, da. He was like, nah, who that? Whoop de whoop. And so I was like, yo, so I, I came to him in a DM. I was like, yo, like how much for like four or five tracks? He was like 400. I was like, bet, I'm going to bring you that like in the next two days. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we need a link, we need to work. And then we've just been tight since then. Sure. Right. Good, good story, good story. So, yeah. Damn. Uh, that that's how easy it is, man. Sometimes that's <laughs> yeah, how easy it is. I mean, they got it so easy yeah. nowadays. Just like simple with a DM link up, you know. You you ain't yeah. gotta go like know somebody to know somebody. Be be like, yeah. nah. It's just like, hey, I heard this music and it's it's there. So hey, just reach out, and reach out. Hey, that's, yeah, that's like that's I said. I only heard like I said, I only listened to forty three seconds of that nigga, and that immediately caught me. I was like, all right, that's all I need to hear. <laughs> I, like I know what he's about. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This nigga nice. Same with us. Same, same with us. At the end of the day, you you gotta be dope. Like like um, if black shit wasn't hard, I'm not taking the money. Like we not doing no features. So you gotta be dope. So yeah, yeah. Mutual mutual respect is important, man. Because lending lending your name to some whack shit, you know, I'm liable to hop in your DM and like this this was all right. Your verse was all right, but never do it again. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, uh, but yeah, that's that's dope, man. But let's let's hop into the project itself, man, and we'll kind of dive into both of you guys' catalog a little bit. So, um, Blood Blitz presents Black Blood and Tears. So, tell me mm-hmm. tell me about the cover art. I'll kind of go back to that, and then we'll we'll move in, into some of more of the tracks. So, basically, because like I make all of my own cover art, like I make all of my own cover art, I engineer all of my own shit. You know what I'm saying? I curate as well. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. Also kind of produce as well. Even if I buy beats, I still like change how the beat is arranged and sounds and stuff like that. Like I do everything myself and I do everything myself from an iPhone at that. Um, So when me and Patty had first linked, because when I first listened to him, I was like, he kind of gave me like room streets type of vibes, shit like that. So I was like, I want to make a project that's me and him that's like going to be an iconic, an iconic collab, like how Ransom had director's cut with Nicholas Craven. I wanted me and Patty to have some shit like that to where we speak to your soul, we speak to the streets. And we speak to the culture as well. And so, you know, um, I spent a lot of time looking for a producer who could properly embody the vision that I had for me and Pat. And so, you know, I linked up with Blood Blix. And so I had to first, you know, study him and his sound 
before he started sending me beats. And when I was studying him, I was seeing A, his name is Blood Blicks, B, he had a lot of, you know what I'm saying, like cover art where it had people with like the, you know, the red flag mask on shit like that. So I was like, hmm, let me think of a way to kind of incorporate blood into it somehow, some way, but still get give that Black Shidori type of look. So I went and I seen this um, artwork of Vampirella. So I went and I was like, okay, I could take that and I could flip it to some hot shit. We gonna call this shit Black Blood and Tears, like blood, sweat, and tears. But instead of tears like the tears down your face, it's gonna be tears like levels. Nice, nice man. So I mean, clearly you you a man with a vision, but of course it takes two to tango with with Patty, man. Like. Just with, with this being your first time, and I'm interested to know because for me, man, you know, I'm very hands on with anything I do, whether it's the podcast, whether it's music, you know what I mean? So how was how was the, just working in a group this time and just le- kind of letting go and letting Black lead the way in terms of just finding the production and artwork and stuff like that? How do you guys work? work that out yeah, man, make sure y'all be honest too man because hey we work as a group we know shit ain't always sweet over oh yeah yeah we, we always practicing and then nah that shit's whack oh don't don't do an intro like that <laughs> so like honest, painfully obvious uh, <laughs> obvious but honest with each other nah yeah at the beginning i'm not gonna hold you i was like all right we just gonna do these songs these four tracks and that, that that'll be it probably or whatever and then we we started talking more and more and i was like all right this nigga cool like at first i didn't even know he was that young and then he told me his age i said oh nah this young nigga cool i'm gonna be i'm gonna be cool with this nigga like for 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 a minute like i mean we're gonna do this rap shit together and it was he wasn't no conflict like as of where like i need you to put this there in the third but if i told him if i told him i needed something how i needed it like i just tell him it wasn't and he take it good and do what he got to do like it's not like he gonna be like Nah, this my shit. This how I have to do it. Whatever, it's no conflict. We just we work together well. So, I, I I'm I'm not I don't hold nothing back. Like I just tell you, like, cause especially with music, I want shit done how I feel like it's gonna be done. Cause in my head, I got the best way. In my head, it's, this is going. This sounds the best. So yeah, he he got he he know he like to take uh constructive criticism. He take it well. Oh, yeah, man. I mean. The thing with that is, man, like, I think it takes a lot of trust, man. So when you see some person or anybody like really just really taking the lead like that is it you just got to be comfortable at some point to. But when they're taking constructive criticism, that makes it a lot easier. That means the ego is out the window and y'all work y'all working on the best product, you know, possible and stuff like that. So, but yeah, that's that's dope, man. So um, let's talk about some of the features, man. J.D. Era. Timbo King, MOB, and and King James. Which where, where do you want to start first, Prez? What what track you want to get into? Uh, let's start with uh the the hold on, the hold on, man. I, I thought that would track, mm-hmm. man. Like y'all, y'all like so. Cash Cash sent me these uh, a couple of weeks back, and I was like listening at them, man. And I was just like, he was like, I think you're really gonna like these guys, man. And and hey, wasn't wrong with like hearing this uh initially. Uh, off jump and then like that made me go back into the catalog uh uh for uh for black during like listening to a couple of his and i was like okay i see where they coming from they have some of the deep like uh culture or, or, or deeper 
comic book references and stuff up in there. And like, hey, hey I go down that lane, so I kind of get a couple things. Like, I think well, I can't remember which which uh, song it was on, but y'all threw a line out there about Madeline Pryor. I'm like, okay, man, they talking about a clone with Madeline Pryor. Who, oh yeah, you know, yeah, and talking about black. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that that was that was you were you must have been listening to the Black album. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was yeah, like, oh he man, he's he he like, yeah, hey, you gotta actually kind of know this stuff, man. To actually know if he's throwing out that. I mean, most people would yeah. talk about a clone would just try clone saga or something like that, just try to be. Yeah. But I was like, oh no, he going for the deeper in the culture. Like, okay, Black Chidori already going with like some of the the anime kind of influences and stuff like this, and like just owning your space and stuff that you're in, man. So like, uh, <laughs> which a lot of like. Uh, like uh, the underground artists that I grew up on, like used to use a lot of those references and stuff. Like you saying MF Doom and stuff like those deeper cuts and mm-hmm. things up in there. Uh, uh, Feral Munch, you throw a bunch of them up in there too. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but then I was like, yeah, man, I, I really, I'm really like riding with these guys, man. Like this is, this is some good shit. Like uh, Patty already was on and he, he kind of already knew. And then like, so I was like, catch, yeah, yeah, we get definitely got to seal this up. Make sure you get them both on here so <laughs> we can come on and yeah, do yeah. this. But yeah, from hold on though, man, like that was just like uh, it's kind of like the intro to y'all on here, man. And it was a uh, it was nice little setup and everything. And then I think Splendid when it got into Splendid, man, like just adding a little bit more onto it. And then man, I think it was it was only a five track EP. And then when it came to like uh the the last one, Royal Blood, man, when y'all had everybody kind of featured on there and y'all just like yeah. it was like <laughs> man, just gave me reminiscent of just like that that ultimate team up there where y'all just came there and just slaughtered the track. Everybody like taking their turns with it, man. It was it was it was dope shit. So like I don't know where y'all want to start on it, but I'm telling y'all, like, when you come, anybody else listening to this, when you listen to these five tracks, it's going to be the easiest, quick listen that you're going to do that you're going to go throw back on repeat again. So, <laughs> for, sure, for sure. Let me say it is Black is crazy with the features. Like, that's why I trust him with oh, my yeah. verses. <laughs> yeah, because he goes, he goes out and get people, like, to send him these verses, and he be putting them in places to make it sound dope. So, it has to be something like specific for me to be telling him to change some shit. That's why I said that earlier. Like, I trust him with my shit because he, he look at the people he got. Like, you know what I mean? And it's more to come. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're familiar with JD. I'm familiar with JD era, and uh, of course King James, who we've had on quite a few times, or, or whatever. So, I mean, back in the day, man, I remember um, you know making a project, and and dudes weren't. They weren't as collaborative as they are now. And it wasn't like the thing to reach out, you know. So what in you guys' opinion, like this collaborative era, what what makes you guys want to work together? Because black, like like you said, you got a lot of people. I mean, I was going to write down the names, but I remember a few off the top. You know, you got the the remix project that you had. Um, You got JR. You got King James, like like you said, JD era, um, Mickey Fax. Uh, I think you've even rapped with nature before, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So like what, what makes you just be more collaborative as opposed to just doing your own thing and continuing to build your own brand? Well, cause on some real shit, I've like, I've released a lot of my own solo projects. So I've been doing my own solo shit. It wasn't until I had an experience where I met, 
with um, RJ Payne's producer, Larry Tan. And Larry Tan, you know what I'm saying? He, he, he gave me a lot of gems. Like I got a notebook full of notes from, cause he's a consultant, you know what I'm saying? So I got a notebook full of game that he gave to me on how I can work the way anyone I want to. You know what I'm saying? Like he taught me how to do that. And so once I learned that I was sitting there like, yo, all these people that I grew up listening to who I know my own, my own peers, cause I still, you know what I'm saying? Acknowledge I'm a young person, even though I don't make music for the younger demographic or anything like that. Um, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I know a lot of my peers don't know about some of these people that I grew up listening to. Like I grew up on, you know, nature, J.R. Ryder, you know what I'm saying? J.D. Ever, you know what I'm saying? All, all those people who I've done features with that are like legends in the game, I grew up with them. So I was sitting there like, yo, now that, you know, Larry gave me the game on how to do it, if all it takes is proper respect and the right price, then I'm a powerful motherfucker. I'm gonna go and get anyone I want. Yeah. I'm going. I'm a, I like my plan is to work with everybody that I ever grew up listening to that I really like respect like that because I want to smoke with them. You know what I'm saying? That's the real. That's the real shit. Like I wanna. Like I wanna eat them on the track. That's that's my whole goal. That's see, Prez. That's exactly what I was talking about the other day, right? Like you should want people to get on your your track right. and try to smoke you. Like that's yeah. the era we from. And then even if you get smoked. Like it makes for a great song, you know exactly. what I mean? Because just like the uh, recent song that just came out with Benny and, and Cole, everybody yeah. kind of going back and forth who had the better oh, verse. Yeah. But yeah. overall, oh. you can't really lose. We know who had the better verse. You got to make a decision. You know, and, and, you know that's neither here nor there how you feel. But at the end of the day, both came with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it made for a great collaboration. So I think more people like- should should think like that but you know there's a lot of funny shit that happens though behind the scenes in terms of nah, diversity changing and, and shit facts, like that that's, that's, that's definitely <laughs> facts I've, I've had my own personal bad experiences working with artists like there were certain artists who were supposed to be on the ragnarok project that i've had to replace due to you know what i'm saying bad business experiences with them and they were people i looked up to unfortunately so you know that that definitely put a bad taste in my mouth yeah, I mean, I can't industry, tell you how many times. Industry time. shit. Yo, oh, industry it, shit. It'd be, it be that industry shit for sure. It'd be that industry shit for sure. But at the same time, like, I haven't really let those bad experiences really, like, put a dampening on my ambition for the for the, um, for the the um music, nor working with people, because I'm still open to working with any and everyone that I feel I personally respect until they do something that shows me I can't respect them. I'm not going to be afraid to, you know, reach out to them or try to work with them or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? And at the very same time, you know, again, my whole goal is to, you know, get the smoke with niggas. You know what I'm saying? And it's right. a great experience, like, working with different people and getting the smoke with certain niggas. Like, I'm not going to front that Ragnarok project, you know, working with all those different people. It was It was a boost for me. Like I haven't been rhyming the same since because the fact that while working on it, I had a lot of those legends and people that I looked up to pen wise telling me, mm, let me rewrite my shit or let me get a little more time. I'm sitting there like, 
damn, I'm that nice to where I make you feel like that. That's some crazy shit. Cause I wouldn't think of myself in that aspect. Like I was looking at them, like they, they all the way up here. Like I was just surprised I'm even working with them. You know what I'm saying? But then them giving me that proper respect, you know what I'm saying? Was, you know, a, you know, some good, a good feeling, you know? Yeah. Fact. That's tough. I ain't know that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's <funny. laughs> I'm not. I'm not oh, gonna you, say like the niggas' names or nothing nah, like cool, nah, nah, nah. Like, like that. But you know, yeah, certain niggas had to rewrite. Shit. Certain niggas had to rewrite shit. <laughs> oh, so uh, you talk about ambition, like, and you saying where you want to go. Like, what, what's what's the plan? What's the end goal? I mean, you're young in it right now. So, like, where do you want to? Where do you want to continue to go? Um, I want to go to the top until I touch God, and then I want to become God. Hey man, I love this dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's fact. His like, man rapping in the interview. I feel you. Yeah, I feel like, you. <laughs> you know, the sky, the sky is the limit. Like I'm 19, and I already feel like, like I'm 19. I already feel like, if I wanted to, the people who I look up to, it's not going to take that long for me to get to that level. And I'm already only 19. You know what I'm saying? Most say like a rapper's peak is like in their 30s or 40s, whatever. So I'm really excited to see what I'm going to sound like, what I'm going to be doing once I reach that age. You know what I'm saying? So I got, I, I mean, got old man brain. They, they, they take, they taking that down now, man. Like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it used to be like, you would say 30, 40, like up in there. But I mean, just like with the way Nas, Jay and all of them continue, just continue on doing what they doing. Like, I think that's just kind of taken down, man. I don't know what's up with that whole little generation. Tom Brady don't want to fucking retire. And then now you got like all the rappers <laughs> they keep rapping to the age. <laughs> I love it, man. Why, what says we got to stop at a certain age? You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, exactly. Like, I want to stop until, like, until I feel like I got nothing left to say, which is going to be damn near impossible. I'm going to keep rapping. You know what I'm saying? Yo, Patty, same, same thing for you, man. Like, what are you um kind of looking forward to? moving forward and you guys working, working together and, and separately, what, what are some things that you're doing now? Yo, together, we got some great, I don't even want to, we're going to keep it on the low right now, but we <laughs> yeah. basically, I'll just say, um, we forming a group with a producer and I'll just leave it at that. Me, Black and a, another producer, we forming a two, or two rappers in a producer group. And yeah. Uh, so I'm dropping a, a solo project in February, like either the second or third week. So, okay, uh, is this the I'm greenery join or this me and greenery brawler five, brawler five is coming the either the second or third week of February. I'm gonna give y'all a date, probably you know by the end of the week type shit. Yeah, yeah that's man, shit crazy. Your two tracks on that on that last greenery uh that that released this last week, right? Yeah, yeah, I get yeah. Lost on that time. This is so much music, man. Like, yeah, but like, yeah, that that those thing was nice, man. Like, yeah, yeah. Those started off in the end. Greenery, he got a lot of work, yo. We, me, wow. and him doing this. Uh, we doing another one. Uh, this year, we we want to drop a black exploitation EP. It's basically it's going to be based on like you know the genre of black exploitation and the whole vibe. Uh -huh. it, it's that whole sound. It's okay. just, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to hear that because um, I think Nick Grant just did it, and I haven't stopped playing that joint, man. Because that that shit grew, that it's a groove, man. man. Yeah, yeah I was listening to that too. 
fire. So Look, fire. Quite. Yeah. So you're gonna have like a black dynamite type. <laughs> <laughs> You over here tossing out ideas, man. Look, you look. It's gonna be more more (laughs) on some. It's gonna be more gritty, like you know. It ain't gonna be. It's gonna be gritty. So it's black. It's black exploitation, but it's still. It still got that grit in there. It still got that street shit. Like, hey, man, fellas, I want to um just run down the list of projects so people can kind of check it out because again, this is a five. Well, four track actually four tracks um song EP. Um just run down your projects uh individually and of course everybody knows what you guys have collectively, just some of the stuff that they can kind of go in your back catalog before we kind of move into the, you know, just asking you guys random questions about some of your tastes and music and stuff like that. So whoever wants to start with the catalog and where people can find it. I would recommend my debut album because I feel like that was a great introduction to myself as an artist and what kind of artist I am, which is any type of artist, you know what I'm saying? Because like my debut album, it's got a standard version and a deluxe version, it's called The Black Album. And then the deluxe is is a double album called The Black Album Superplex 2. You know what I'm saying? That showcased a lot of versatility, you know what I'm saying? Like each track got conscious subject matter, but at the very same time, you know, you got trap shit, introspective shit, conscious shit, and then, you know, grimy boom bap shit, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I will also recommend um, if you like, you know, the taste of that old school posse cut type of Wu-Tang type shit, I recommend Ragnarok EP. You know what I'm saying? As the name suggests, it's a war to gods. You know what I'm saying? And guys are the, you know, guys are hip hop. You know what I'm saying? That's the one you can see me working with nature, SAS, JR Ryder, 3D Nazi, Mickey Fax. You know what I'm saying? JR, King James, you know what I'm saying? Lots of great production on there. Uh, I got a project that I'm dropping in early February. It's an album, you know what I'm saying? It's called White Melodies, so be on the lookout for that. You know what I'm saying? I got a couple dope features. My nigga Patty on there, um, you know what I'm saying? Twice. He's the only dude that I feature there, like twice the same person. Um, I got another posse cut that's on there. This time I'm working with Elzai and King James on that one. You know what I'm saying? Hey, King James on the same track. I know, right? Okay, that's gonna be that's gonna be crazy because Elza came with it with Jr. But like again, you know, it's right there, neck and neck, man. So I'm interested to to hear something like that. Uh, Patty, we'll toss it to you, man. What 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 do you have coming up in some of your previous projects for people again? This nigga got Elzai and all these other niggas. <laughs> I know, right? All these legends. Uh, shit, I got, I got one project out on all platforms called Cherish the Hunger. JR up there, my boy 1-3 up there, he a monster. And if y'all want to hear my old shit, it's on SoundCloud, brother, one through four. Uh, all them shit's fire. So, yeah. but yeah, uh, Cher- Cherish the Hunger, it's, it's, that's that's the one. If y'all want to, you know, get, really get to know me, just go go everywhere. DSPs, cherish the hunger. Oh, oh. All right. So y'all, y'all go check them out, man. What's you guys before we kind of get into the fun questions, um, of the you know, rapid fire part. Uh, where can people find you guys on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, whatever you, you promote the most? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram with the at God MC Black Chidori. 
And then on Twitter, Young, capital G-O-D, Chidori. And you can find me on any digital streaming platforms under the name Black Chidori. Right, Patty. My Twitter is Patty underscore Honcho. My Instagram is Patty Honcho, just regular. And it's Patty Honcho everywhere. DSPs. All right. So we'll toss that aside. Y'all go check out those projects. Get in tune with the music. I can guarantee if you much like a comic book fan and into the, the deep cuts, this is going to be something that you that you definitely rock with. But staying y'all, in that y'all lane, host, y'all always host like Twitter spaces. And yeah, stuff like yeah, that's that what too I was going to say. Well, right? Yeah, we yeah we every do Saturday, we do it every Saturday at nine PM Eastern. And they got Know It All's the main host, and then me and Patty co-host. Ooh, shout shout out to Know It All. Shout out to him. Facts. So, how has that Twitter space helped you guys um, networking wise? I've hopped on you know a few that, times, but I'm, I'm a little, I'm about six hours ahead. So sometimes I just, no you know, got to snooze on it. But it, the few times I hopped on, man, it's been real productive. It's crazy. Like, you, you never know who's going to pull up. Honestly, like, we was doing mm-hmm. the space and it wasn't even the cypher space. It was like we was roasting people in the space. It should just be funny as hell. And mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Quest Love came in there. The real Quest Love account came, oh, yeah. pulled up. Yeah, man, it was, it was wild. We had like battle rappers like that been on URL come and just rap in the space and shit. Like, it's, it's tough. So we just do them every week. We network. I'm sure Black Glenn got a lot of followers off there because I got hella followers. I done found a lot yeah. of people like producers yeah. and shit, the rappers. So it's definitely a good networking way to network. Yeah. Hey, hey, Quest gonna get y'all on the next Fallon show, right? Uh, <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Shit. <laughs> nah, for real. He was in there for wow. a little bit too. I was, I was like, Quest, I'm about to roast you, and then I was like, Nah, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but you got another another um space that you operate too, right, Patty? In terms of just, have you gotten that off the ground as far as the the comic book space? Yeah, we do the comic book space. I'll be trying to do them every Wednesday, but I'll be falling off because I I'll be recording so much. But I try and do them every Wednesday. But I do have a, a comic space. I mean, a comic page, a whole comic page called Authentic Comics, and I would post comic news and superhero news all the time and stuff like that yeah <laughs> that pile just gonna grow with back issues that you're gonna have to like still read man i get it won't stop man so <laughs> <laughs> yo who do who do you guys listen to outside of just you know just rap just rap stuff like what do you listen to that people would normally probably identify with oh patty black would typically listen that to, to this type of music i'm gonna be real i'm gonna be real and this, like, I've noticed, like, with a lot of the people who are, like, real nice, like, this is a common thing. I really don't listen to hip-hop anyway. Like, that's my least favorite genre of music, if I'm being real honest. Like, I listen to a lot of, um, you know, 60s, 70s punk rock. I listen to classical music a lot. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, I like those classic 60s and 70s, sometimes 80s. Uh, Motown records, you know what I'm saying, soul music, a lot of that old, you know what I'm saying, soulful shit and R&B shit. I like a lot of that. I listen to a lot of early 2000s, um, Neo Soul, you know what I'm saying, like Erica Badu, Music Soul Child, Maxwell type shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What about you, Patty? Word. Uh, 
I definitely, R&B definitely like my favorite genre, like, but rap my second. I wouldn't say rap is my least favorite, black bugging. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> R- R&B is definitely my favorite genre. I love, I listen to that shit all day. Right now, I'll give y'all some artists I'm listening to right now. I listen to Mariba all day long from Dreamville. She fired. Um, crazy, like, I've been running, like, hella just old shit back too, like black at the moment. So like real old, like Sade, Anita Baker, and like yeah. just that old type of vibe. I've been on that, that, that 80s R&B wave too. Late 80s, early that's 90s type shit. That's yeah, shit. so that's what I've been on really, like outside of hip hop, like, yeah. yeah. So why do you stay away from like the hip hop? Is it just because you don't want to be influenced by too much more out of it? Or you, you think that kind of mess with your, uh, actual your your art artistic uh abilities or anything like that or you you don't want to yeah, be like I a mean, lot of people always say you're trying to be oh he sounds similar to this and you don't want to never be associated like that i mean i'm gonna be real like i'm gonna be real honest you know what i'm saying um i don't like my life i be having a lot of real shit going down so i don't really have too much me time in the first place and whenever I do get some me time, you know, I want to try to listen to, you know, sounds and music that I feel like, you know what I'm saying, that's going to, you know, soothe me and serenade me. You know what I'm saying? Not to say that hip hop can't serenade me because I, I, I sit there and I listen to hip hop, you know what I'm saying, shit like that. But it's just, you know, I, I want to get serenaded when I get downtime too. Respect it. Funny. I respect. <laughs> I respect the set. <laughs> hey, yeah, nah, you gotta gotta have a hip hop. I no. like that's what like gets me up in my different moods, like jumping. Yeah, I, I feel them, but like I am more so on R and B, um, than hip hop. You know, at times because it's so much to to comb through in tone in terms of rap and uh, you know, it's inevitable. A lot of people are gonna sound the same. Not saying they trying to, but it's just inevitable if you listen to rap as much rap as we listen to. So I definitely understand that. So before I let you guys go, I know you mentioned some of the projects that you got coming um, later on in the year, but just overall, man, fellas, just close us out with some of your, your 2022 goals. Cause we're still, you know, in February at this point, Um, you know, what was some of you guys goals to close us out and uh, moving forward? I'm dropping at least four or five projects this year. That's like my main goal. And they all going to be with one producer, every project I'm tapping in with one producer, a different one though. Like every project going to be a different producer, but just one, he doing the whole thing. So that's, that's what I'm I'm planning on right now. I'm working on it. That's love, man. You always, you always welcome back. You and the producer uh, to break down. So don't, don't hesitate to reach out when you got something coming, man. We, we love to spread the word, man. What about you, Black? Um, my goals as far as the music goes, you know what I'm saying? Um, I want to, I got a couple different, you know what I'm saying, projects, like even after that album, you know what I'm saying? I know I just mentioned the album, but I got a joint with Shamir that's coming out, you know what I'm saying? Then I got another joint with Been Working that's inspired by A Space is the Place, that movie by Sun Ra, you know what I'm saying? And then I got, um... 
couple other joints that I'm working on too behind the scenes. But my whole goal really is just to, you know, hit people's radars and, you know what I'm saying, really make an imprint and show that this is my year. You know what I'm saying? Sure, man. Hey, ambitious black doing it from an iPhone. So all you you people out there who say it's not possible, with shit, where there's a will, there's a way. I, that shit just exactly. motivated me, you know, exactly. for sure, for sure. And Patty, man, like, again, man, you said Cherish the Hunger was the only project right now, but then you mentioned five moving forward. So we're going to hold you to that goal where, you know, where, where's the music, man? You know what I'm saying? So when we look up about definitely. March, April, you know, mm-hmm. definitely going to randomly reach out like I know I'm known to do to see, you know, see what's up, man. When was that second, third, fourth project coming? So I uh, wish you guys the best, man. Thanks for stopping by and, um, you know, rocking with us, man. So appreciate you. Appreciate no it, always. No doubt, right. no doubt. So you guys definitely have uh, two additional fans in us, so anything we could do to help out, let us know, man. But with that said, man, this is the bonus episode. You know, Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. Y'all go check out Black Shidori, Patty Honcho, Cherish the Hunger. We're talking about Black Fiction, Black Fiction Director's Cut, Ragnarok, mm-hmm. and their mm-hmm. most latest project together called Blood Blix Presents Black Blood and Tears. So, you know, they trying to raise new levels, as Black says. Yeah, so, exactly. nice exactly. play on words, man. So, salute to y'all, fellas, man. We out, we out. Thank you. Peace, Peace God.